Todd Loud. We honor you and we bless you to come and bring the message tonight. Watch this. There's going to be a podium magically appear right in front of me. See? Thanks, guys. <laughs> They're amazing. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we love you. We want so much to fellowship with you. We want to be open to what it is that you want us to know. We want the deeper things of God. We want to know God. We want to know that God is almighty and God is gigantic and God is <laughs> greater than anything we could even possibly think of. Totally other than. And I'm asking for that awareness in this room tonight. Also, God, that we would just have a, like Russ just prayed, a desire, a hunger for more of you and to worship you, to go into a place and worship you always, God. And to know what that means. Thank you so much, God. Fall on all of us tonight. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I'm talking about worship with you. Um, surprise, surprise, right? Uh, it's, it's a favorite subject of mine. Um, it's also something that I think we just need to once in a while talk about um, because we do it a lot, but it's really good to talk about why are we doing this and what does it look like and how can it look like, you know, even more. Um, it's a constant. I've got some notes here. I'm going to bypass them for a couple minutes, though, and just relay something to you that I heard God um couple things that God was saying to me up there while we were waiting on the Lord. Um, uh, Bill said, I feel like God is speaking to some people, and he was to me. Anybody else was getting some stuff? Uh, here's what I heard God saying. It, actually, he was singing a little di- ditty. Um, and you're going to... This is how I hear things. Maybe it's, maybe it's not quite how you might hear God. I think we have little filters we hear God through. Um, but this is what I was hearing. They don't know how to wait on me. I don't think that was a blanket for every single person. Um, but then I heard him say, but I'm going to teach them how because it's my heart. And then I was really struck with how we are so bad at waiting on God. <laughs> Am I offending y'all yet? Not yet? Okay, we'll keep trying. <laughs> uh, so in a few minutes up there, I was, I was just getting this concept of how it's true. We're, we're in such a flash hurry all the time, even in worship services, and we don't know how to wait on the Lord um, very well, you know. Um, even when we were waiting there a little bit with Bill, I could sense restlessness in the room because it's hard to just wait. You know, like a minute goes by and you're like, okay, got to have the next thing. But God is not really operating on our timetable. And I, 
and I, I just really felt he was wanting me to relate to you guys, urging you guys, just wait. Just wait. Let your heart, let your mind soak. You know, when you go to meet with him, just let your heart just soak with him. <laughs> just let your mind soak in him. Our minds need a bath, you guys. Our minds really need a bath. I want to pray that the mind of Christ is the mind that we are operating in. And God, that we will slow down and wait on you. The ones that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They'll run and not be weary. They'll run and, run and not faint. Walk and not be weary. find it a little weird that they're playing some music right now while I'm talking to you? No? Yeah? Well, it's going to keep going. <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about worship, and we might just pause a little bit and sing whatever we're talking about, maybe. We'll see. None of this is planned. Right? All right, one more thing that's away from what I had already written down to share with you um, that I was also getting when we were waiting on the Lord up there. And this, for me, is very vulnerable and embarrassing. And um, I, I just need to share it with you, though, because I, my vulnerability will, I, I believe, minister to somebody here. I, I have temptations when I talk. To you or talk to a friend or talk to anybody to say negative things about me okay and I th I think there was something in me that was kind of planning to do that just to open with today but while I was standing up there I was reminded of a certain fellow in this very room who recently told me I noticed you do this please don't do that uh, so when I thought of that, when I remembered that, then God broke in and said, Todd, it is worship to me for you never to speak ill words about yourself. Tell them this. Why is that worship to God? Why is that worship to God? Because he fashioned something out of love, which is you which is me, and then we turn around and say something not good about it? No. But if we turn around and we go, all right, all right, you're doing a good work in me, and I'm, I'm a good guy. I believe that God is pleased with that confession. Arrogance? Not arrogance. That is not arrogance. It's not arrogance. To be simply confident in the one who made you. It's worship to the Lord. So I'm telling you this fresh from him just saying that to me. Don't you dare get up there and start doing that, you know. So thank you to my friend who was bold enough to say such a thing to me. 
I really appreciate that. <sighs> yeah, I want to talk about worship. This subject, though, is so that there's no possible way to fit it in right now, all of it. I mean, there's not any possible way. In fact, I thought I might call Pastor Brent and say, can I can I do a series here, you know, maybe four nights of this? Because there is a lot to talk about concerning worship. This can go into so many areas and so many realms and so many facets of our heart, so many facets of our mind, and so many facets of our life encompassing everything. Uh, so I wanted to start tonight with some of the basics, which is we need to look at the majesty of God. We need to look at the majesty of God. We here at Blazing Fire, we're pretty good at looking at God as a friend. We've we've taught a lot. We've taught a lot about this and how much He loves us as sons and daughters. Actually, some of us still need a lot of that, you know, revelation in us for sure. I do. But we also need to keep a balance of not going, oh, God, you're so cute. You're so cute. You know, I love you. are so cute. <laughs> he definitely is cute. I mean, he made, you know, puppies. Right? You know, and that was his idea. So he's cute. But he is magnificent. There's something called the fear of the Lord. And we need to have it. We need to have it. It's awe. It's awe. And that was another thing during the week, getting ready to talk to you that I was hearing. We need to just get in a place where we're on purpose having awe of God. The awe of the Lord. We need to look at His majesty all the time. You feeling that yet, girls? <laughs> we do um, there's different ways to do this take some time off from the constant and if you can't get out in nature then google a picture of a waterfall you know follow strangers on Instagram like I do who take pictures all over the world of incredible things you know, I, here's another little vulnerable thing. I, this, almost, well, this is gross, but, uh, you know, back in when I was growing up, my dad would take the newspaper in the bathroom and we wouldn't see him for a while, you know. Because uh, you get caught, you know, you read the news and so it distracts you. These days, it's the phone, you know. So I go in there and I'm checking out people's Instagram, the pictures of nature. <laughs> funny how times have changed, but some things don't. You can look at a picture. I, seriously, I could tell you some people to follow on Instagram. There's some stuff that I see on there. That I'm like, what? That's on planet Earth? God, you are amazing. Because that was your idea. And you knew about that way before I saw this picture, way before the dude who took the picture saw it. You had it there for a long time before anybody saw it because you just like that. You are awesome. You are totally other than. You are endless. You are 
astounding. And I, of God. We've got to get to it. We've got to. God, you're so cute. I'll talk to you in a couple days. You know, maybe when I get to Blazing Fire. No, 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 no. We've got to, on purpose, take the time to go somewhere in our heart and go, okay, wow, you're, you're amazing. You are amazing. I forgot. I forgot. Think about what he did with the Red Sea. Think about... Um, simply honoring the the woman who gave the two mites you know (laughs) just all these things how amazing he is think about your own heart Uh, remember remember that stuff remember that stuff that was taking you on the yikes pathway remember that yeah he's the one who took care of that maybe you're on it right now Let me tell you, he can take care of that. Let that pathway get straight and go right to his heart. He wants it to go into his heart. Whether it's negative, positive, whatever, let him have it. Just let him have it. He's that big. And it's from that knowing, knowing that fact that we can worship him. He wants our heart. And he's amazing and he's big enough to handle it. He's big enough to handle it. I, uh, I have a really great friend named Sarah Yang, who's sitting right there. Sarah came and shared um, with a little group at our house the other night, and um, she said the coolest thing. I, I, I had to write it down instantly. If you thought I was texting, I was writing this down. Um, <laughs> talking about talking with the Lord and, and God saying, basically, you send all these little texts to me. Who said that? It was Russ? Russ said it. Correction. Sarah Yang was relaying what Russ said about just, about only, you know, just shooting off, oh God, you're cool. You're cool. You know, while you're driving or whatever. That's good. But, but you were saying something about like God looks at it like it's just like little texts. But if you get only texts, then there's no intimacy, right? You know? So God's just like, don't let the meat of my relationship be a text message with you. You know, let's have some real fellowship. I want to fellowship with you.
heard Psalm 22, 3. Um, he's in, enthroned on the praises of his people. He inhabits the praise of his people. There's a lot of different ways that people are teaching that scripture. But if you take it at face value, he inhabits the praise of his people. Does that mean that when we're worshiping him, he's there, and then we're not worshiping, he's not there? It doesn't mean that. He's everywhere. He really is. But there's something extra. There's something that happens when you intentionally go before him and and say, I'm recognizing how awesome you are. I'm recognizing how glorious you are. I'm not talking about just singing. And worship is not at all uh, limited to we get to go to church and sing a song together at all. It's in our breathing. It's in our thinking patterns. It's, it's in our serving and what we do. Uh, and he is, there's something that moves him that causes him to move even even more on us. Um, it's like when he was walking through the crowd. Um, in Luke 8, 43, Jesus was already present. He's walking through the crowd. There's ministry going on already. So he's there. He's already there. He's already doing stuff. But when the woman with the issue of blood came, she made this extra stride. I mean, she was desperate for him, right? And so she touched his garment. And even though he was already there, even though he was on the move and doing stuff, something about that extra movement of hers, that extra step of hers, caused him to say, hang on a second. (laughs) What just happened? That, I believe, is what it's like when we praise him and he's inhabiting the praise of his people. Does that make sense to you guys? I think that's kind of the answer to he, he was already there so what does that mean? Oh, there's, there's something more. There's something more when, he, when we do this. He loves we are actually created to praise. I, I love to sing and say, you've heard me a million times, but we're created by his breath for his breath. So if he breathed in us, then what should be coming out but praise, right? Not cursing people, not talking bad about yourself, not stupid, you know, stuff that's cutting life away, but something that's honoring, something that's bringing life, rivers of life, rivers of life. Psalms 84 2 it says my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God I'm gonna I'm, I'm saying that scripture because of this this thing about worshiping is something we are desperately in need of I mean, we we are our flesh cries out to the living God the people that you don't agree with the people that yet haven't found God yet are out there doing stuff, you know, bad stuff. Actually, their flesh somewhere is also crying out to God. It's the truth. You know why? Because they're made in God's image. (laughs) So right there, we change our mind about them and we go, oh, I'm going to stop saying bad things about them. I'm going to pray for them while I'm praising God. And I'm going to see them while I'm praising God. 
I'm going to see them. I'm going to lift them up to the Lord while I'm lifting up my own voice to the Lord. Because they have flesh too, just like me. My heart, my flesh cries out for the living God. The Bible says this because that's something that needs to happen for us. Our flesh. (laughs) If you think for a minute about what we call flesh, what we include in that category, just think about it for a moment. Oh, okay. That's too much. (laughs) Are you having some of those thoughts too? That cries out to the living God. My heart and my flesh cry out to the living God. The heart is all of this. It's not just this pumping thing. It's the whole core of us is our heart. My heart, my flesh cries out to the living God. My heart and my flesh cries out to the living God. This thing is serious, you guys. It's serious. Not on just Saturday nights or Sunday mornings if you're tuning into Bethel or whatever. It's always because we he's got to be praised. It's the way this thing works. It's the way this thing works. Uh, I'm, I'm just not feeling like it, you know. I'm just not feeling like praising him right now because yeah, because I have a flat tire and dang it. Well, interesting, because when you behold God, which is what you're doing when you're worshiping, you become more like Him. (laughs) You know, the Bible says that when we see Him, we will be like Him. As we behold Him now, we start becoming more like Him, and we start getting His heart. We start seeing things the the way He does. So if we're already in... A, a spirit of worship and spirit and truth all the time then when that flat tire comes we're going to see it the way he does and he sees the end of that thing right so you, you get the flat tire you're like going around the back of the car I'm going to take care of this tire hey thank you Jesus that I got this you know wrench what is that thing I don't know <laughs> Thank you that somebody stopped to help me. Thank you, whatever. 
you are worthy of my praise because you made this world that I'm driving on right now. (laughs) And I wouldn't have anywhere to go if it wasn't for you in the first place. So maybe you're just having a little pause time for me to worship you. I will pause and worship you all the time. I will pause and worship you. Here's a cool confession for us to make tonight. I'm not going to be too busy to worship you, ever. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you also for having a tattoo on your forearm right there. Right on. Um, I I will never be too busy to worship God. I will pause and give you praise all the time. Tonight, I'm going to commit to do that, God. I'll probably mess up, but that's okay. Because you say, just come on up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get up. Let's go. I'm going to pause and worship you. getting our senses trained to be like God. How can we possibly do that? Senses trained? Wouldn't that, don't we have like five senses, you know, the smell, hearing, six? Sixth sense? Holy, oh, think Holy Spirit sense, yeah. Not seeing dead people. Uh, <laughs> it talks about training the senses to, to be like God. So that's on purpose. I mean, we've got to take some steps. We've got to stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. We've got to stop being lazy. <laughs> it's true though, right? I mean, it's true. we got to stop being lazy about that. Train our senses to be like him. We have the most amazing tool in which to do that, and that is worshiping God. Worshiping God causes our senses to shift and change and start becoming more like Him. All of our senses. All of them. (laughs) And this is His desire. It also takes faith to worship God. Faith that He's even there. Faith that He is good. Faith um, in the times when you don't see good, you think you don't see good, and you got to say, oh, He's good all the time. You know, that old Christian saying, God is good all the time. Well, it's true. It takes faith. And guess what God likes? Faith. He loves faith. He loves faith. It really takes faith to worship God. It really does. (laughs) 
pleasing to him. I was at specialties the other day, which is my office, basically. Blazing fire, get a building. Until then, and a cafe. Until then, I will work at specialties sometimes. And I was sitting there working on actually the church, putting the church email together. Russ wrote it, and I was just formulating it. And, um, and, and oh my gosh, he started coming over me at specialties. I'm sitting in one of the tall tables that's facing the entire restaurant. People, it was loaded with people. And he starts coming over me, and I start worshiping him, and I'm bawling in specialties. And yeah, I had, I had a little bit of that fear, like, oh gosh, maybe I should leave. I'm getting embarrassed. Um, but more than that feeling was the feeling of, I've got to worship Jesus right now. I shut the computer, put my hands up and just started worshiping him, you know, and, um, oh my gosh. So what, what happened was the embarrassment went away and then my heart shifted to where I went, Oh God, fill this whole restaurant right now. Fill this whole place. God, give encounters to everybody here. They just came in for coffee or a cool, yummy, delicious croissant sandwich. Um, <laughs> or internet connection. God, give them a connection with you right now. I didn't I didn't expect that in a few seconds I was going to start praying for the whole store, you know. And um, two hours, I'm weeping there. And um, I opened my eyes at one point, And <laughs> I thought maybe I'd see people going, you know. But actually, I saw um, some dude there with three teenagers, and they were sitting there having a Bible study and praying. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. God wants to be worshipped, whether you're in a coffee shop, a sweatshop. Uh, well, I, well, I mean the gym, actually, is what I meant by that. At the gym, because that's definitely a sweatshop for me. Uh, you know, if you're working on that flat tire, you're under your boss who's giving you a hard time, whatever. We can worship Him, lift up praise. We, we behold Him, we start becoming that way. We behold Him, we start having eyes like His. eyes. His eyes are a flame of fire, right? With love, our start becoming that way too. And when people... Have you ever looked in the eyes of somebody who spends a whole lot of time with God? They got something that makes you almost feel uncomfortable. Like, ooh, they can see right through me. But it's good. I think they can minister to me. I, I want what you have. What is this? You know, it's almost like the bug to the light. You know, um, because you start getting his eyes. You do. I don't know if the molecular structure of your eyes change, but something starts happening to your very eyes. The senses, you know, smell. People start smelling perfume. Our praise is perfume to God. How do I know this? Because the Bible says it. Revelation 5.8. Our praise is perfume. We want to make a lot of perfume for God to smell. It gets on our noses too. Our praise is perfume.
praise be incense before you, God. Let it be pleasing to your love. Yes. Awaken our hearts. Awaken our spirit. When we look at you, more like you. That's what we want to do. You made the heavens. You made the earth. People cannot find the end of the galaxies. It can't be found. You made this. You made the neutron star that is so heavy that one teaspoon of it would fall straight through the earth. It's so heavy. You made that thing. You are amazing. You made Yosemite. You made Vernal Falls, God. You made the beautiful people that we know. You made those hearts. (laughs) You, God, made the single flower petal in the billions of flowers that are around our town. The one single flower petal that has details on it that you know about. And you made that thing because you like it. And for your own delight, God, you are awesome. And we praise you. And God, you saw my heart In its craziest state, you saw the stuff inside. When, oh, and you loved me. (laughs) Therefore, I'm going to worship you. You loved me. Even in my weakness, you said I'm lovely. Even in my weakness, you say, I am lovely. You are amazing. I'm going to say one quick little thing here. and We're actually going to go back into a couple worship songs. worship too long at this church. (laughs) When I was a teenager, I started leading worship at my dad's church. Dad was a pastor there. And there are a few folks that would get up and leave every time I went to the piano and go sit in the front lawn of the church until I was done. (laughs) And they, they told my dad, your son makes it too long and I'm telling you friends that was me choosing three songs and not doing nearly what we do here your son makes it too long and I love my dad I'm so thankful for him he said you know what do you think you're going to be doing in heaven forever (laughs) you better get some practice in while you're here thanks dad for (laughs) Now my dad gets to do that all the time right now. (laughs) 
It's what we're going to be doing all the time. Worship is going on right now around the throne constant. When we worship here on earth, we're dipping in to what's going on in eternity. This is multi-dimensional, multi-dimensional, multi-dimensional. Interstellar ain't got nothing on what it's like when we actually worship God. Really. You know? We don't just end up behind some bookshelf trying to tell our daughter in the future to save us. Sorry, if you haven't seen that movie. (laughs) We actually get to enter slightly into the dimension of heaven that's already going on. Like, put a foot there. We're still here in this crazy flesh body. But... Our heart and our flesh cry out for God. So here, (laughs) here, just take it, just take it all. I just wanted to mention real quick, Heidi Baker. You know who Heidi Baker is, right? Uh, yeah, some, some Christians here in this country think she's crazy because she sometimes lays down on the floor when she's preaching. You know, I'm jealous of that myself. It's because she's under the power of God, you know? Heidi lives in a little hut or spends a lot of time with God in a little hut in Mozambique, Africa. She spends six hours sometimes a day just worshiping God in that hut because her heart and her flesh cries out to the living God. She's got to have him. She's got good reason. She's got some fuel because she's seen some miracles, but... Like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? She's seen a lot of miracles because of her time with God. She beheld God, and she herself started to carry that more and more and more. The more she beheld Him and let go of her own stuff and let go of her concern and her worries and like, oh, I better do it this way or this way or somebody over there doesn't like me in America and they wrote a story about me. No, she just gives all that to God. She ain't worried about that stuff. I just want to behold you. Oh, thank you, daughter. Here you go. You can leave the hut now. She leaves the hut, and she goes and touches deaf ears, and they open all the time. Thousands of Muslims coming to Jesus, finding Jesus, uh, because the lady spends time worshiping God. What if we all did this? (laughs) Woo! Oh, Really? I mean, really? Can you imagine? <laughs> Thank you for that amen. Was that you? I love you. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, really, I, I think the world would explode. And we'd probably just be out of here a lot sooner. <laughs> you know? Well, the world's evangelized now. Let's go. He deserves it, though. It's not a ritual. He just deserves it. He made us. He made us out of love. He made us by his breath to contain his breath. And this is how we're going to live. <laughs> God, we are here to worship you. We're on this planet to worship you. When we're not, we're actually not walking in the fullness of who we can be. We get really frustrated with God when things don't seem to work out, but we haven't been really honoring Him. And then spending time with Him, you know, worshiping Him. And then we go out and do stuff in our own 
strive and effort and it fails and we get tired and then we get mad we get on Prozac (laughs) and then we go it's all your fault and he doesn't even fight back a lot of the times he just goes I'm just waiting for you just go behind the door worship me talk to me listen to my heart for you remember that (laughs) okay tonight instead of having prayer teams we're going to just worship Holy Spirit we're going to worship God we're going to worship Jesus Uh, when 9 o'clock rolls around and you got kids out in the ministry please honor those teachers and go out and get those kids just bring them back in here we're we're going a little past 9 and some worship but here's what I want to encourage the room to do tonight it's true that worship isn't only just singing Um, but wow there's something about corporate worship together that really helps out and you know what I believe part of that is straight up some people's time with God that you get to bask in I think some of it not all of it some of it you know I, I, I think I think somebody here spends a lot of time with God and they're stinking with God's presence with perfume not stinking you know that's I'm being anyway um, you know they're smelling with God's presence you're coming into this room with them that fragrance is getting on you and you're like ooh I'm good, you know, and actually you're you're kind of borrowing from somebody. That's what is so good, though, about corporate worship, because it actually gets you (laughs) kickstarted, you know, lifting up one voice together. There's something about unity, unity. God loves unity. There's so many reasons that corporate worship together um, is a wonderful thing. So let's do that. Let's worship together. But I want to encourage everybody tonight here. um, If you don't sing, that's fine. Get in a position of just giving honor to God. If you don't think that you've got awe of God, tonight's a good night to go, I want to see how big you are. Uh, Maybe not all the way, because I might be crushed under the weight of how big you are. But I want to start seeing more. Open my eyes. You know, you might have to get rid of a couple things. Maybe forgive somebody or something and just go, here, take that. I want to look at God now. Let's do that together. I do want to encourage you to maybe find a place to to lay down or sit down or I don't think that's a good, you know, chandelier to swing from right there, but uh, just whatever it takes. But and, and and one more encouragement too. If if you see people moving and worshiping, you're like, ooh, what's that weird, you know, jelly thing they're doing? Uh <laughs> First of all, it's not your place to judge them um, at all. You should be worshiping God. But uh, maybe they're just interacting with Holy Spirit in a way that you haven't yet. You might want to give it a shot. Hey, (laughs) you know, try something new. What's with those flags? Why do people wave flags in church? Why do people wave flags at football games? (laughs) Celebration. Maybe it's time for one of you to pick up a flag tonight and just give it a little shot. Even if you're like, all right, you could start somewhere. Don't despise, despise small beginnings, you know. But just do something to give to.
to the Lord. Do something to give to the Lord. Don't worry about what you get back. It's a guarantee, and that's not what the goal is anyway. So let's just, we're going to do a few more songs tonight. We're going to worship Jesus, yeah? Thank you, Jesus. God, we just ask that you would seal this. God, we tonight say, yeah, we're friends of God. And we're going to act like we're friends of God. (laughs) We're going to give you honor. We're going to give you time. We're going to give you ourselves in worship. To think that we ourselves are worshiped to you, God, when we offer ourselves to you. We are worshiping you, God. We commit to you, Father. You deserve our worship. You deserve our praise. We acknowledge this. God, let this stick in our hearts. Let this resonate in our spirits. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, God. Bless you guys.